0: Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you. I hope you're well. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthew in the house as well. If you're listening on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, greatly appreciate it. If you're watching on War Chant TV, greatly appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Share with others. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank you God. Well, man, we got uh, handed a gift. Got handed a gift today uh, as college football fans and uh, the soap opera that is college football and the plot twists that we're monitoring on a daily basis, some of them of very real concern, some of them surface-level hilarity. And we... we We got that. We got that in spades today, man. That is too good. A lot of fun. And you can bet that we'll lead with it. We'll have plenty of talk about it. I'll get to it. We're actually going to examine (laughs) the Jimbo Fisher press conference from today. Word for word. We will go word for word. I feel like nobody in America is better equipped to – tackle the non sequiturs, the random nonsense, the gibberish, the meaning behind the meaning behind the meaning uh, of Jimbo Fisher, nobody is better equipped to do that than me. Uh, As somebody who interviewed the man every week for the entirety of his time in Tallahassee, and that includes when he was the OC, uh, I can tell you I have been on the other end of those uh of that wrath of those uh, moments of uh irrational anger and i've also been privy to uh the biting um, <laughs> scathing at times uh, absurd criticisms uh as well as um gleaning insight from uh from the man himself so this this was set up uh <laughs> it was it was the best uh, when i saw nick saban's comments and ira and i today went on warchant tv you can watch that video to kind of tackle the apocryphal comments of nick saban and how they were directed at here's what's interesting is tom and again we're going to get into word for word what, Sab- what what saban said basically but also a fisher's response moreover uh what what saban said in front of a room full of people who are a collective to do something about it, that is to say business people that he would like to see garner money and give. Uh, I, I remember thinking to myself, well, he's not wrong. He's probably just not the right guy to deliver the statement, as uh, we would all laugh at this. Uh, but I, I knew instantly, well, Jimbo's response, uh, he, it's not like it's going to be measured. It's going to be immediate, and it's going to be that of a man who feels personally um, offended, attacked, and slandered, besmirched. Because if, if Coach Fisher, if Jimbo Fisher thinks, if even for a second that you are questioning his integrity, his honesty, the truthfulness of a statement that he might make, even, even noting the nuance required, he will come out swinging, whether it's warranted or not. I've seen it. I've been on the other side of it. I merely questioned one day whether or not Christian Ponder had practiced, and I was armed with the answer. But I asked the question because I wanted to know how he would phrase participation. What, would it, he would, what was it he would say about Ponder's practice that week? Because it was of vital importance. He was the starting quarterback, and I knew he hadn't practiced. And so asked the question, and he was enraged, enraged, because he thought that I was questioning the truthfulness of what he said about Christian Ponder's availability and or ability to practice, period. And I, I knew then, I'm like, okay, well, this is, this, is, this is some deep-rooted stuff here. This goes back to something. This, is, this has had to have happened many moons ago. And he vowed, never again will I sit idly by and let somebody question my integrity, my word, whatever it might be. So it's fun. It's, it's fun. We've got everything from his mention of Bobby Bowden, his knock on Saban's uh, <laughs> narcissism. thinking that he's God, quote-unquote, his uh, straightforward, effusive denial of cheating, and um, then the whole, the entirety of it all. It's nine minutes. We should just stop and start it all day long. I couldn't help but think of how perfect this is. I mean, we could just go, all right, here's what he meant here, here's what he meant here, here's what he's saying here. It's perfect. One, two, three.
1: Is it fair to say that this is the best thing that the NIL era has brought us yet? this because, little feud. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that is making life complicated for us Very. and and making life complicated all the more for people in college football that actually work in the industry day to day. But <laughs> this this Jerry Springer left turn oh is unbelievable. Goodness. Yeah, it's I'm uh, so thankful.
0: But it is it is really believable though. It really is. It is it's like okay, the, it, Saban's going to say that. We're all going to roll our eyes because here's, here's Nick Saban who just a year ago uh, is noting that Bryce Young can get a million dollars before he takes a snap. To the press. He's saying it to the press.
1: He was lamenting it, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so then I'm like, so then you're going to turn around after that and tell everybody that we don't entice. We, we, we never did it that way. We never, NIL's become this, Inducement. This is pay for play. Well, he's right. It is. That's exactly what's happened. They've skipped. They've skipped. Go, man. They just bam. It, here we. It's not supposed to be what it actually has become. Duly noted. Duly noted. And while that's a fair statement and it is unsettling, it's just hilarious to hear Nick be the one to call it out. So Alabama's system, since he's arrived, remarkable turnaround.
1: It's amazing. But think about it. This NIL world that we live in is the flame that the moths just can't help themselves. Like, they would always, maybe behind the scenes, certainly behind the scenes, talk about each other just like this. We know they would. We may have heard a conversation or two like that. Correct. But this is what brings it all to the surface? It took this for them to do it in front of the camera. That's the amazing part.
0: But it's a perceived... I mean, man, it's it's crazy, too, because... (laughs) Well... I don't want to get bogged down in the minutia. It's more fun to just actually listen to the words. So you know what we'll do? We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll do it. We're going to play the press conference for you. The whole the thing. The whole thing. We're going to play – now, I'm going to interrupt because we're going to do – I'm going to translate E's for you. We are going to do this because I'm telling you, as I sat and listened to the nearly 10 minutes of the rant, I was sitting there thinking, I know what he means by that. I, Yep, I can see through that. Oh, that's just pretty direct. Then there's this. But you got to check out the darty eyes, uh, the the surveying of the room, looking for uh, some sort of – he he feels like the other shoe's going to drop at any moment because he realized what he's saying is salacious – He's got a terrible poker face. It's just, it's all perfect. Jeff Carver, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly. For those that don't know what the hell is going on in the world of college football, I guess join the party, but as it pertains to this very specific uh, back and forth between Nick Saban, head coach, Alabama, uh, and Texas A&M's head coach, Jimbo Fisher, obviously formerly of Florida State University, as uh, a national championship winning coach here, uh, somebody we're very familiar with, to say the least. And so it was that Saban told an audience uh, primarily of, Wealthy business owners, go figure, about the uh, shenanigans that he's accusing Texas A&M of engaging in. Quote, I mean, we were second in recruiting this year, Saban told the audience. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. (laughs) This is a direct quote. Just get to it. They made a deal for name, image, likeness. We did not... We did not buy one player, okay? But I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. It's tough. So I don't have to translate Sabin. That is a direct money grab. That is an ask for funds. That is, hey, listen up. I know I rule the world of college football with an iron fist, but my realm as my, my me at the helm may be coming to an end, because there are others with an equal passion to yours, ladies and gentlemen. They too would like to reign supreme in the world of college football, and much to my chagrin, they've anted up, they've anted up to the point where they had the goal to recruit the number one class in the country despite being in the middle of nowhere. Look at that place. That place is hell on earth. And they have the number one class. And I assure you, it was not through hard work that that happened, but cold, hard cash. That's the Saban translation to the audience. Saban said Alabama players made $3 million or so, quote, doing it the right way. Last year, only 25 players were able to leverage NIL deals. Well, in truth, in the real world, That seems about right. Most players, if they're truly just using their success on the gridiron to make money via name, image, and likeness, in the world of college football, would be able to garner next to nothing. They have no real value to most businesses if this is the way we're honestly looking at it. Very few players actually do. That said, the other part about coming to it honestly is something to raise an eyebrow and snicker at given Alabama and Nick Saban's history. He's not the first coach to call out the Aggies. Of course, Lane Kiffin did it, and that pissed Jimbo off earlier this year. I have to give Lane Kiffin credit. His comment was, Texas A&M's going to incur a luxury tax. <laughs> Uh, they paid so many players for their signing class, quote-unquote. He's
1: the spurrier of our time. It's just he needs to win a little bit more, and then he really can be the spurrier of our time.
0: That prompted a stern response in which Jimbo Fisher called him a clown show, clown acts, and irresponsible as hell. Saban went on to say, uh, coaches are trying to create advantages for themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's been going on a while there, Nick. He said that uh, all coaches know how much money is available to them from their school's collective, which I agree. He's right, and it is a problem. It sucks. It's awful. But, yes, that's exactly what's happening. He says that that allows them, in this case he's talking about Fisher directly, to know how much they can promise each player from the pool. That's pay for play. That runs against everything that NIL was supposed to be. He went on to say, that's not what it's supposed to be. That's what it's become. And that's the problem in college athletics right now. Now every player is just saying, what am I going to get? Saban said people want to blame the NCAA, but he's not so sure they can do anything about it without suffering the consequences of litigation. Uh, He's right about that, too. He went on to say this, and now we'll get to Jimbo in just one moment. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State, he's talking about Deion Sanders, paid a guy a million dollars last year, and he was a really good Division I player to come to his school. It was in the paper. I mean, they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. I mean, these guys at the University of Miami – They're going to pay a basketball player to come in $400,000 and it's in the paper. The guy's telling you this is how I'm doing it. He's right about that, too. (laughs) Obviously, he was referring to Travis Hunter, who flipped his commitment from us to go to Jackson State, raised quite a few eyebrows. Dion has subsequently, of course, denied, denied, denied that that happened. Most believe that legally he kind of has to because there could be trouble otherwise. Uh, Look, we all know what's going on, and we know who are the culprits and, frankly, what we then have to do at Florida State to get down, to compete. Jimbo Fisher didn't like being singled out. And so in a press conference today, and I love right from the get-go, and we'll start translating, I love the softball, the massive softball, just thrown to him to kick things off like, like we're here for any other reason but for you to refute and to go in on Nick Saban. Coach, uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in oh, Alabama. Lord, you,
2: yes, I would. I would like First to do that. First of all, i say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. <laughs> it's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organization. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, 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 they're all money. We bought every player on this group. Pause we- it. Okay, he's not taking a shot at
0: 17-year-olds, but that's smart of Jimbo to immediately trot out their 17-year-olds.
1: Yeah, but he's already 0-for-1 because an organization, I mean 17-year-olds, uh, 17-year-olds, 17-year-olds, not my organization, right. children.
0: Also, by the way, that they're all for money. Mu- mu- he caught himself because when he says that they're all just about the money, that they're uh, breaking law. Yeah, yes, man, yes, they were about the money. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. If my 17-year-old son was a really good football player and Texas A&M offered him a million dollars or more to come play for him, I'd say, by all means, go play football for Texas
2: A&M and take that million dollars. Ain't no shame. Go, go make your money, son. Proceed. Never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable. Time. <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: The way you do things is by players. It's all right, though. It's on the up and up. As you're correctly about to point out, you didn't break any laws. You didn't. That's why he can say over and over again, we we didn't, I mean, this is despicable.
2: Doss, this is, what? These kids and their mamas. Head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him, doesn't allow those things to happen and it's ridiculous but when when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about go talk to coaches who coach for him what you'll find out all the parody go.
1: what What does that even mean parody in the meeting room <laughs> what is it <laughs> it's equal time for you to speak yeah. and for you to speak there's I, parody in this room
0: i think what he's talk. i think what he's insinuating there usually again we have to, you know, you read between the lines of the non sequiturs. But what I think he's saying there is Nick knows there's never been parody, first of all, in college football, which is true, just in generally speaking. But also he's saying the reason there's never been parody is this. This a whole pays for all his players and been doing it forever.
2: Go up to anybody. Go ask him. You, go do it now. Dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything, and it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right, but we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. When
0: I ask my assistant coaches to drop off a million dollars at Gene's house so that he plays football for us next year, they do it. They've done a great
2: job. <laughs> it's despicable that we got to sit here at this level of ball and and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, seventeen-year-old kids. Again, I can't take it. These kids. I, why?
1: I love them. <laughs> why do I keep saying people? Yeah. Not the money people, the kids. I mean, it's one
2: thing to accuse me. You can say what you want about me. But these children, he's attacking children. And their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. <laughs> Go dig into how God did his his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past. He's killed people. Ever coach with him. You can find out anything you want to find Go out. Go look it up. West Virginia, does, he 1981, he killed, killed somebody. It really is. And it's a shame I we think. have to sit up here and have this conversation I think about things we do. And it's and it personal to us. Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. Just like the and family the guy. of the man you
0: know
2: he, he really killed. Is. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it for our players who are coming here, who did things the right way. Have done things the right way and will continue to do things the right way. I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it.
1: And, and you fans, get paid I, I, right I apologize on time, to like you we guys promised.
2: For people saying those things about Texas A&M, but I promise you this: there are no there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. Okay, hold on. A serious note: yes,
0: he's he's right to attack Saban. Uh, who's pouting uh, because he was bested, which is rarely the case. Uh, but <laughs> it, the things are with this no violations and are and is and was. and will be in truth and can't. What it once was, I'm telling you. Go look at it.
2: <laughs> you know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is.
0: Questions? To the left, Olin.
2: Uh, A couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And, Thanks uh, for asking the question I told you to ask me before then the then press conference. To, He's the greatest ever, huh?
0: And then I just wanted when to – When you remember, got all
2: the advantages, huh? it's easy.
0: And I just wanted to uh, – I need more money need is what I'm saying. Point blank.
3: So, no players in your – you're saying that no players in there's the there's 22 no, no re- received any – There's no law of anything. anything. No, no
2: crazy done laws. Done. laws. Anything there's that no goes no against the laws of the state of Texas. And it's insulting to say a 17-year-old and his family broke laws. No. They didn't. We did.
3: Down front, Brent. You know, you all had both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what you all have done in your previous relationship. So how disappointing was it to hear that from him, you know, in terms of, you know, a mentor type to you It's disappointing. Well. No, I
2: wasn't. Now, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. There's a reason people don't go, I ain't went back and worked for him with opportunities. Coach, back behind
0: He's the line. He's asked me 17 times to come back, and every time I said, I won't
3: do it. Coaches, uh, is this an area where you would want to see the league office and the SEC, the commissioner's office, get involved if, if coaches are putting out specific accusations yeah, if of that's violence? that's
2: their job, that's, that's fine. I'm sure they will. do will reprimand or say something. And that means no. Nothing's going to happen. We'll move on, I guess.
3: That's a dumb question.
2: This is about our players in Texas A&M and the people who work for and the coaches here. That's what this is about.
0: We're Make good a mistake. People.
2: We're not going anywhere. We have still a lot of work to do. And we have a lot of money. Be. This is going to be a great program, and we're building Well, I a guarantee great it's going
0: to be a great program.
2: Any other questions down front, Travis?
1: I know everyone saw the initial post from Slice Bread or whatever, but where do you feel like <laughs> this is, is coming from? You got me.
2: Slice Bread. <laughs> well, but I mean, when coaches yeah. say that, Come on, man. Why'd you bring up sliced bread? It's not him. It's not peanut
0: butter jelly. It's none of them. It's Nick Saban.
1: I got to credit the reporter who is trying to get him to go in on sliced bread again. That is a, that is yeah. a baiting question, it's and he kind of kinda took it. He kind of took the bait. He's like, please say sliced bread. That's the question. Yeah. Just, Will you please say sliced bread again?
0: Can you blame sliced bread like we all want you to? It's endless hours of entertainment. Some guy named Slice Bread is out here accusing us of illegalities. Slice Bread! Corey Clark joins us next. Stay tuned. <laughs> Chef Cameron Show 933 Real Talk, Radio War Chant TV. Gonna be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's bring in our friend and cohort, Corey Clark, or chant.com. I'm sure he's enjoying this as much as
3: we're enjoying this. Hello, brother. How are you? Man, I'm great. I am absolutely <laughs> great. I mean, this was. I mean, I, not, not many things hopped me out of bed to go write. <laughs> uh, and tr- I was still, look, folks, I w- might have still been in bed around 10.55 in the mm. morning. But when I saw that Jimbo was going to have his own press conference, uh, Daddy got up and got after. Daddy had the keyboard right there I wanted to write as soon as he was done.
0: So, did it bring back the fond memories we both have of seeing his eyes darting around the room? Yeah. This paranoia and anger seething
3: just beneath the surface, and in a little bit of quivering lip. He yeah, did a little quivering yeah. lip too when he's like really mad and he's trying to contain it just a little bit. Yeah, he's this close to
0: punching somebody in the face at all times. Like yes. that's he's had to fight the inner West Virginia in him a long time, man. It's all there. And uh, the best part, uh, the best part about this is they're both West Virginia.
3: So this, Ooh, is yeah. the,
0: this could get, we could get some coal mine ass kicking
3: going on yeah. here soon. And one of them apparently was slapped as a kid and the other one wasn't. <laughs> and that's the problem we have today. <laughs> For, if, if only Nick had been slapped as a kid.
0: I have a suspicion, just a hunch, that if you asked both gentlemen about child rearing, they'd tell you the key is to beat the hell out of them. I mean, that's just, just, a, just a hunch, uh, right. given the West Virginia
3: background and some of the things we've heard them say. Man, it was just, it was, uh, it's unbelievable. It was awesome. Uh, not because I'm taking sides. There is no side. What Jimbo did is is kind of b- bizarre and goofy and made no sense. Like, he wasn't accused of cheating. Really. He was accused of using the system that's currently in place to get a lot of, that's what Saban was complaining about. It just happened to be that A&M. But the point that he keeps trying to make that we didn't buy our players, it's like, buddy, we're not idiots. Florida State. <laughs> Florida State, uh, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, they've all paid money to some players to come play football for them. That is the world we live in. You landed the number one one recruiting class in the country with, I don't know, 19 five-stars. I lost count. But you wanted us to believe that they all just came to play in that cow pasture because they love the way you coach football? Come on, man. We know they got paid because they were getting offered money from the other schools that were recruiting him. Well, It's it, so weird that he's so defensive about it. Yeah, because it takes away
0: the credit. See, well, he, right. that, that's ego. It takes away the credit. He wants everybody to believe that they outworked everybody else in order to garner the greatest class ever recruited in college football history. And the truth is, once you realize that the vast majority of those kids said yes because they were paid handsomely to do so, it negates all of your... Uh, I would say, uh, uh, you know, excellence in the realm of recruiting. And here's the weird part: he's a really good recruiter. He, you know, like we, but no, I think he always would have been and has been right under the old way, the new way, you name it. But now you don't have to be. That's why I was talking the other yesterday, Corey. You know this. A lot of the people on the boards, a lot of people on Twitter, asking whether or not Florida State's going to hire Tim Brewster, and they would always say right afterwards, he's a great recruiter. What the hell does that matter anymore? It, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I mean, you could be the best recruiter college football's ever seen if working behind the scenes with a guy who has endless funds for you to go drop off to the players that you're seeking to bring in.
3: Sarah Blakely could win Rivals.com recruiter of the year 20 years in a row if she wanted to. <laughs> Just splash it on them. But it's I love true. there were so many great moments the 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 somebody should have slapped him as a kid. I love the part that was really intriguing to me because of who was saying it is when he said, oh and he's supposed to be the greatest of all time right It's when you got all the advantages it's easy And you're going what And I'm like, man, this dude has been uh, bowing a, he has been a disciple of Saban for 15 years he has been he has been bowing at that altar um, and then for him to and if anybody knows how hard it is to get a programmer on top and then maintain it, it's the guy that won a national championship and then three years later crashed into a mountain. You would think he would appreciate that level of consistency, consistency that Nick Saban has had, and I'm certainly not a Nick Saban defender. I think he's ruined the sport. But it's just crazy that Jimbo attacked him. Like I bet that hurt Saban more than anything else, more than the getting slapped as a kid or God had some skeletons in his closet or whatever he said. He's like, man, he ain't that good a coach. Y'all think he's a good coach? He ain't that good a coach. <laughs> like in Alabama. The you
0: thing is, Mike Debose. Yeah, the the thing is, half of what he said, we know he doesn't believe, because right. how long has he just, like you said, bowed at the altar of Nick Saban? I talked to Coach Fisher. I, I, I lost count how many times I've talked to Coach Fisher, and I would tell you, ninety eight percent of the praise that he gave other coaches centered around Nick Saban.
3: Like maybe, much about Bobby the Bowden?
0: Bobby Bowden, about 1%, maybe 2%. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's right. fine. That's right. It's his experience. It doesn't matter to me whom he gives the credit to. I'm just pointing out, observing, that it was convenient for him today to invoke Bobby Bowden's name.
3: I mean. It, it, and people that are here, people like us, people watching this show or listening to it, realize, yeah, great. You can say you learned all this stuff from Bobby Bowden, but as soon as you took over for Bobby Bowden, you fired all of his assistants, you, you freshmen couldn't talk, Assistant coaches couldn't talk. The spring game was the most important thing on earth. Uh, you you went to your administration and complained over and over and over about what you needed. You followed the Saban blueprint to a T because that's how you learned and it worked for you to an extent. I mean, recruiting really helped, but like that—that's what's so crazy is we all know he was—he's much more of a Saban disciple than a Bowden disciple, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then he comes out and uh, invokes Bobby Bowden's name and says, "Yeah, I learned what not—I learned what to do with Bobby Bound and what not to do with Saban." It's We're, like, all right, well, sure,
0: but yeah, no, that's where—that's one thing about Coach Fisher that has always been true is when he gets started, he doesn't know when to stop. Like, yeah. it's going to continue. It's like, like <laughs> it, if, if they would have sat there and just kept lobbing, I'm, I'm telling you, they could have gotten so much more. He probably had somebody waiting in the wings who he told beforehand, "Get me off the stage before yeah. this amount of time goes by, because I know where I'm headed."
3: If you hear me say the words uh, stabbing and drifter, <laughs> you have to get me off the stage yeah. because that is a rumor. I don't know that he did that for sure. I want. I love the
0: dig into the past to see how God got his deal. I I really. Yeah. I love the mandate he gave it to every reporter in the room. He basically told them all, "I summon you now to
3: go and research Nick Saban's past." Sick him. And it's so crazy because it, the 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 response is so. It's like when you. When you say, you tell somebody they're dumb and then they punch you in the face as hard as they can, like the response doesn't, me- doesn't equal what Saban did. It's like Jimbo just, he's just arguing against air uh, because I don't think Saban thinks he cheats. I don't think anybody said he cheated. And I also want to know how many of his recruits are 17 years old. How many? <laughs> he signed 25 kids. How many are 17? Two? Yeah. That's probably the average, right?
0: And Nick Saban, that bastard is attacking their character.
3: Yeah, those he kids. wants you to know those, those, kids. those kids and their families
0: that I mean, they don't have any integrity. But
3: but they nobody judges kids for taking money to go no! play football, Jimbo. Nobody, <laughs> you do, which must say something about you. In like, fact, you, you know you they value me. the money because you're paying them the money, which yeah. you ought to do if you can get away with it. And you went. It, it's like he would take offense to people saying, "Well, you left for A and M because they paid you seven and a half million. They paid you seventy-five million dollars, right?" And he is the kind of guy, in my opinion, that would take umbrage with that. Like, I don't know. And I'm sure he has in the past. I didn't do it for the money. I'm not about the money. It's what was the amazing. money represents. But it's it's like, man, it's uh, – but it, or it's just like I wanted a new – I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to build up something here, blah, 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 family atmosphere. But it's like, man, nobody is judging – nobody judged Jimbo for taking $75 million. And nobody's judging these kids for taking money to go play. Why would you – I mean, it's crazy. I, I can't tell you the things I would do for a million dollars. The list is endless.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Okay, we'll good, leave good. it there. Bye, my brother. You good. Peace. Love you. Love, love you, too. Oh, That's funny. What I wouldn't do for a million dollars. Just like a Jimbo Fisher press conference, we were forced to stop there because I was about to play the game. Help
1: me. <laughs> I'm saying we're – Dose Nick saving his sliced bread?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Jeff Cameron Show, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio, Watch TV dot com.
1: Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Let me tell you about a place somewhere up a New York way.
0: You take a right turn with this and get into some of the um, other aspects of what this leads to, and uh, that would be. Probably uh, a Sankey phone call.
2: I don't cheat and I don't lie.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I I would guess that um, this is considered a pretty bad look. You know, two SEC schools, not a good look. But also anybody who's paid attention and knows what the hell is going on is like, yeah, well. Of course.
1: see the conspiracy theory out there that this is their way of working something? This is fake and manufactured between the two because they're looking for a change to the system?
0: Well, what's funny is, first of all, neither would benefit really from a change to the system.
1: They're, They're probably better off
0: than anybody else in this situation.
1: They are, but they're old and they're really tired of this BS.
0: Yes, but secondarily what I would say is that if in fact it was agreed upon, the way that I theorize certain uh, dust-ups in the past between Saban and Feinbaum have been agreed upon, I would tell you this. Jimbo probably crossed the line, so as Saban at first was chuckling, he's like, oh, this is going to be great, guys. Watch this. It's is going to be funny. He's, he's, he's hilarious. What
2: well, he, Hold on. When he starts talking. <laughs> Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy. That,
0: All right, now this is- a
2: lot of things you don't want to know.
0: We built him up to
2: be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable.
0: Okay, so Jimbo coached with Nick Saban and lauded him. Dig into me. I coached with him. It's despicable. Well, we were talking during the break. If that is not held in the middle of nowhere and there are real reporters there, then they would have said, well, tell us. You coached with him.
1: I would like to dig in, sir.
0: Yeah, I'm asking. I'm going to follow up on you've led us to the water. I'd like to drink. Uh, So tell us, how does he do business, you were his OC? (laughs) I'm I'm doing what you asked me to do. You said ask any of them. I'm asking you. You're one of them. You're here. They're not. So I'm asking you, what did did he do? How did he go about his business? And... A, you would have been run out of the room, but B, uh, Jimbo would have shot you those darty eyes of death. But he also, I'm sure, uh, would have deflected in some sort of code, like man code. Well, I, I'm not a snitch. I'm not a snitch. Go ask Doss. I bet he'll
1: tell you.
2: I don't cheat and I don't lie.
1: Doss coached with him, too. And me. He's not on staff, sir. Go find him. He's not He's not in Atlantis. He's He's here. I would love if he called Atlanta Atlantis, yeah. and nobody corrected him ever. Like, what in the hell? He just says that. Shh, shh, don't don't point it out.
0: Uh, yeah, that'd be I mean, that's classic. You find guys that have coached with me and him, and we'll all go through this together.
1: We're gonna beat him. We're gonna take the West, and we're gonna go play in Atlantis. Woo! <laughs> you just say Atlantis.
0: It's it's um. The, the the stammering that somebody's pointing out is great, but uh, the stammering is always fun, and you're just waiting for him to grab. Like, he's, he's reaching. He's going to find that next thing to latch on to. Used to be society! So, like, he would sit here and be, like, lamenting this and that and the lack of worth e- ethic and people's inability to focus because they're distracted by social media. And then somewhere in there, uh, he didn't know where he was going. It was kind of just... Uh, He's meandering about. He can't find the point he was going to originally make. He's now lost track of it. So he just, eh, society does, what? <laughs> That's how that would go. And you're like, what? okay, all right.
2: Well, I don't know
0: what just happened there.
2: Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. Mm. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it, and it's despicable.
0: <laughs> Lost in all of this is that he's gone back to the hair. He was bald. Then he had the little island, Isthmus. Then he had. Then he. Then he came back, had a little bit more, then a little bit less. It's, he's really, this time around, it's like, oh, that's thickish gray hair there in the front that you've added.
1: Right. But clearly, he he just took off a hat before he sat down because it wasn't presented.
0: That's where he's smart. He's always understood that we would recognize the hair is in fact a weave, that it is fake hair. But what he's done is not to go over the top with the presentation. That's usually what gets it, attention called to it. You got to come in looking a little haggard, like you know. This isn't great hair. It's my real hair. See, I wish it was better hair. It's not. It's my real hair. But you're like, "No, that that's not your real hair. There's more today than there was yesterday."
2: I don't cheat and I don't lie.
0: Except about my hair. I can't. It pisses me off. And it's like the whole like when he did that and then he grew the beard, like my man is about to audition for a sitcom. Well, that's
1: yeah, it does look like that, doesn't it? It was great. <laughs> One that's not on the major networks. It's no, not it like, like USA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Pacific Blue 2. It's a cop show for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're, yeah. On the, they're on the on the bicycles. <laughs> yeah. But that was when he was jacked Jimbo as well. Remember he got in really good shape with the beard? Mm,
0: that's right. Well, yeah, no, he was he fancied himself. Well, he was on the market. He was on the market. He was on the market. Yeah. He had to get back. i back. Yeah. Look at all my hair growing back now that I got rid of candy. Yeah, he, he was there. Yeah. So he had the weave, and then the. But then he realized it was too thick. What I love is the moment that he took the time—a fleeting moment—where he walked past the mirror, clearly saw. Well, this is ridiculous. I look like Matthew McConaughey. We let's thin it out and make it gray,
1: <laughs> sir. If that's a conclusion he comes to, then I understand more about his press conference. If he thinks his hair looks akin to Matthew
0: McConaughey. No, I'm saying he realized it was way too thick. He was like, uh, <laughs> "We overdid it. We overdid it," I tell you. It's true. It's true.
1: I've got all the money.
0: Yeah. We can do this every day all day. I don't care. I got $75 million. What do you want? In two ranches.
1: It would be it would be fantastic <laughs> if by week 4 he was Mike Gundy. He's
0: like, "You know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's go Gundy." we're all in. Full Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't buy players and this hair is real. He's just over the top over and over again.
2: I don't cheat and I don't lie.
0: Sit at my ranch and think about how honest I am. <laughs> Staring off at the sunset on horseback.
1: Thinking about how honest <laughs> I am? Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Darvin Fortson's knee was scoped. Yeah. That's right. Mm-mm. No. No, no. No, that's our, uh, that's gamesmanship, Tom. There wasn't a game. It was the first day of fall it's camp.
0: gamesmanship.
1: It's fan I
0: don't want the opposing team to know who I have lining
1: up on that fateful Saturday. I haven't told the players yet, so I'm going to tell a lie to buy myself time. So gamesmanship, Tom. Coach, what happened to Jarman? Why is he getting his knee scoped? About that, fellas. He's not with the program anymore. Yeah. Because right. he got hurt? Yeah. No. No. This it's, is one little white lie. I'm sorry about that. Never, his choice. Never again. His
0: choice. He made the decision.
1: Because you could always say that. If by knee you mean weed yeah. and scoped, <laughs> you mean smoked. His knee was scoped. And
0: by not going to play means I kicked him off the team. Yeah. He did. He had. <laughs> I miss those moments. Those awkward. Oh, man. Be careful. Be careful. Because it's it's at any moment. He's going to blame the set of circumstances that have made him incredibly uncomfortable as we sit on you. And that is going to become an incident in the hallway. it's going to be you being pulled aside and spoken to in a most disrespectful, unprofessional manner. That's how this is going to work.
1: Or seven missed calls at uh, a bar north side of town. Yeah, one of the two.
0: <laughs> oh, my man. Hour number two, fourth coming Stay with Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Extra music, Tom. Extra music. I can't begin another segment. <laughs> I just wish Doss was on his staff. Where is Dossie? Let's find that out during the break. I didn't even look. I'm sure he's got a job. Everybody should call him. Figure out. Both staffs.